You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey friends, Dan Duvall here to tell you about three things. Number one, dandevall.com. This is the home of the Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall podcast. You can connect. You can become a podcast patron, meaning you give us a few bucks and you get a few benefits. You can also support us with merch by buying cool stuff like t-shirts, and sandals, bags, bugs, and the like with really cool slogans and hip designs. Number two, you can check out overcomeraccelerated.com. This is our resource for supporting the healing journey. If you happen to be a survivor looking for more freedom and faster, this is the place you've been looking for. Overcomer Accelerated allows you to get live ministry demonstration with yours truly, a community of other survivors taking an accelerated healing journey, access to over 100 hours of coursework so that you are informed, educated, and understanding not only ministry processes, but deep things about the kingdom of God, spirituality, uh, keys that will unlock an accelerated journey with Jesus Christ to the end goal, which is healing and deliverance. And you can even get discounted coaching depending on how you sign up. Number three, bridemovement.com. This is the ministry site. And if you have not connected with us through the ministry, and you've just been listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to check out the ministry as well, bridemovement.com. So much there, and I'm not going to take the time to explain it here. God bless. Those were your announcements. Friends, we are back on Discovering Truth, and I am sitting here for the second time with Esther. Esther is a, well, we guess we could call her a former hidden one. Uh, she is Sue Ford's sister. And Sue Ford is the one who wrote Thanks for the Memories under the pseudonym Bryce Taylor. And in our last podcast together, Esther dropped the bomb and explained to us what hidden ones are and aspects of her journey and her journey relative to her sister how they had one mind programming among other things and how she spent quite a bit of time not on the surface worlds. And if you're wondering what that meant, it meant a lot of time in underground bases all over. And in this second round, she is joining me again to go deeper into that world. Exactly. What is going on in the underground bases, in the military bases in Antarctica? Uh, she has, first-hand eyewitness testimony of egregious, extraordinary, and, and and frankly, things that are are difficult to put words to, but she's going to try. Esther, welcome back to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you, Pastor Dan. I really appreciate your being so open to listen to all of us and to, you know, be like a, a server for all of the truth that has been emerging. And you just such a gift to all of us and and it will turn out to be to a lot of the safety of the world if we can get these prayers out and 
watch what the Lord does to turn things around, which I'm praying for. And I know you are, have been. So thank you. We are fighting. We are fighting for the destiny that God has appointed to survivors all over the place. I'll tell you what, you know, when it comes to these underground bases, I mean, I started running into the conversation on dumps, right? D-U-M-B-S, deep underground military bases, probably in like 2008, 2009. A lot of that was associated with super soldier testimonies, mm. the people that have been part of military operations as program super soldiers talking about, okay, not only did they dig underground bases, but that they were vast. Um, people have come out with certain testimonies about how they have technology that is far beyond what they allow on the surface world. They have gotten a lot of that from other entity groups that they have contracts with. There are a lot of other entity groups working with humans underground or things that have their own areas. There's so many things that have come out over the years, things that have crossed my desk, things that I've heard. I guess I just want to open up the conversation here. How old do you think you were when you started having encounters in underground bases or being used in them? I think I was very young. I think I was actually, I mean, this may be hard for people to understand, but I think I actually was having those experiences when I was in egg after conception. And I've been having a lot of those memories that, um, you know, that Eve, that these advanced high tech parts of me were genetically engineered in and some of them were away from the body even when we were as an egg and I think last time I talked about how you know at five or six years old I already knew how to drive the the starships the UFOs that are not unidentified anymore um the starships with my mind you know I already knew I was just secondhand nature I was driving people around who didn't telepath um, and there were, that was a big part of my job. Um, I have to say that these memories are all quite new. Um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus has been so amazing. From the beginning, he started teaching me how to hear him, how to know him, as he knew that I had never lived on the earth on this side before. And so he was... God, he's so amazing. He's, he had the wisdom to get me with my feet on the ground and have some of the trauma memories, which were already bad enough of Mengele, you know, years with Joseph Mengele and Hitler. And, and then, you know, he sh has showed me this year that um, as he's opened up this, uh, the starships and all the underground bases that this was his timing. This was his will that he waited until I was strong in him, that I was stronger to, to take me into this area. And the truth is the battle is fierce because um, they still don't want to let me go. And uh, this is the, the hard part is to say that um, 
and and I don't want to frighten people because Jesus is the power. But when you have parts who are aligned with a dark side and programming, you don't know about it. You don't have any control. So I'm not saying this could be for the general population. Okay. Um, but what I started realizing was uh, I was having child parts tell me that um, that they knew when the ships were here, when we were in our bed, because they would wake up and see the light. The light would, their their light is different. Different frequency would come into the room. And so we were being taken regularly and I didn't know it. And, you know, I didn't even know UFOs were real. I didn't know anything about it. My neighbor saw them. They were here for me, is what I've learned in the last, since our last interview. Um, so, uh, let's see. Um, so you were trafficked to underground military bases or just deep underground bases as an egg. Uh, there was splitting that happened even before... It's like an that, essence, a consciousness that mm. goes, that is completely aware. Of, it's like if you have a body mm. and they're ageless. I don't even know how to explain it, except it wasn't, a lot of it wasn't me. Mm. A lot of it was genetically engineered uh, parts of royal bloodlines, lots of them, tons of them all put together. And yesterday he showed me that... Um, that well, this was last night, that my egg, the ovum, was actually preconceived that it was already genetically engineered, preconceived, and the sperm had already mixed with it, but and they implanted it into our what what he called our womb, our womb mother, the one that carried us. And so, and she didn't know anything about it. She didn't know she had twins. Uh and this whole thing is so hidden. And since then, I've discovered that we have so many twins in our family. Our father was a twin. We have our brother. We have other people, siblings in our family that were twins. And then we have the descendants who are all having twins in the real world and uh, don't know they have a twin, including some of Sue's children, don't know they have twins that are hidden. And so this whole reality is just, um, it's it's mind-blowing. At least it's mind-blowing for me. And I can't even imagine what it would be for people that don't really understand this. But um, the hidden people have kept the satanic slaves on earth under, under control, like I did with Sue. Uh, there's uh, not intentionally, but because of all the triple cross programming and all that with the triplet and all that evil stuff that they did, the the twin that's on Earth, the public twin like Sue, um, is kept in the dark, even when they try. I mean, my sister gave it everything she had to get free. She, I mean, she was fast. I told you she was fasting. She was praying she was uh, you know she left her home she shut her business down she did everything obediently that Jesus said to do and she was getting the truth and they didn't like that so um so they kept reprogramming and what I would like to say um I made a note of, of this because 
this is, is like so really important. I think right now, um, Jesus wants a huge end time harvest of souls. Mm -hmm. He wants to save millions and millions of people. And uh, so if the call out is from him that he showed me this morning while I was in the word, and it's that if, if you who are listening are, S, are SRA survivor, or if someone you know is a survivor of satanic rituals and abuse that, you know, I pray and Jesus is praying, Holy Spirit's praying for you, that you would ask yourself uh, and pray true Jesus, please show me if I have a hidden twin connected to me or if there is anything I need to know to be truly free. And I believe the time is now like never before where this opening is happening, where he's going to make it available for the hidden ones to come. Wow. And I think I told you, I was just at a church where they didn't know anything about this. They didn't really believe me or anything. Didn't want to hear about it. And a uh, traveling evangelist came and had a vision <laughs> when I went up for ministry. And he said, well, I see all these like a, a family reunion of all these people that have been hidden coming back. And I just went, whoa, he's seeing it. He's seeing the vision. So, you know, I have hope that my hidden ones, ones my kids and other people uh, who have been hidden will come from these underground bases and or for wherever they're locked up, wherever they're working, they would be able to come free. Now, one of the things that has been a, a, a continuing theme is the connection between Nazi Germany, um, Fourth Reich, Third Reich, you know, post-World War II Nazi influences on underground base activity, particularly in Antarctica. Now, do you perceive that you had any post-World War II interactions like with Hitler, Mengele, and, and, and I know that you've brought those names up. So if so, what were they? Oh, yes, with both. With Hitler, um, these memories are kind of recent where I had I was drawing and the memories started coming of being that essence in the ovum. And... Hitler actually had a globe. It was a glass globe that our essence, not the egg, but the essence was put into and he carried it around in his pocket. And he took that essence to different places and seeded it. And what the Holy Spirit's calling it now is it's Satan star seeding areas and claiming the territory. And that it has been done not just on the earth with a lot of us survivors and our DNA and RNA, but also on other planets, stars, constellations, all of it. So uh, just makes me sick, actually. Um, <clears throat> so there, this we we need a lot of prayer on this, and we need a lot of survivors who are at this level to. Um, work to redeem, recover, call back their DNA and do all your advanced prayers. Because I believe those prayers, as we all do them, 
It's not just one person, but as we all do them, it starts loosening up the controls that Satan has. And that um, I believe there's a lot of hope for more survivors coming forward. Um, that's why I'm so grateful for people like Robert and those that have gone before. And I, I mean, I didn't know about his work and I still have a, the Holy Spirit won't really let me watch his stuff so that my, my information isn't contaminated or messed with. But I believe it's all of us working together, which is very exciting at this point to be able to have uh, something to do that actually will work. Because I'm watching it work in my own life. I'm watching these prayers just, bam, unlock this, bam, unlock that. And the Holy Spirit has not stopped. I mean, it's almost been probably 10 months of this year. I've done your prayers every single day. And he leads me into the word and then into your prayers. And, you know, it's just he's bringing parts forward. He's showing me stuff. And that personal experience with Jesus is absolutely the most awesome. And I I just want to brag on him. Um, mm. Again, I mean, it, it's like for all of us who've been so tortured by Satan and part of this, especially me being this old and being in this for 73 years, um, Jesus is powerful. Mm. And when I read the Bible the first time because he has me reading it from front to back. I'm on the eighth time of reading it from the front to the back. You really get a flavor of who he is, what he does. I mean, it's redundant almost, so you can't miss it. But I saw his power and control. He, he's totally in control of everything. He wants something done and there's just a little teeny army and they can't do it on their own. He just brings a spirit in and they win anyway. So I understand his power. He is almighty God. He created this earth and he is powerful. And I'm experiencing that power now a, a lot, especially since mm -hmm. I've been reading your books and um, learning from you and going to your church. Um, it's, it's awesome. So on top of that, uh, there was like, I think it was the third time through reading the Bible that I realized, I just realized the fear of God. And what that actually meant was respecting him and fearing what he would do. Mm -hmm. I mean, he even had me put on a mirror. He's had me post little scriptures and notes to remind myself not to be afraid of man, but to fear him because he's, he's the one who's in control. So for the people who have commented on the last interview, I thank you all. And I just wanted to explain that, um, you know, for many said that, that uh, we were brave, both of us, you and me. And I just wanted to very clearly explain that I'm not brave. My legs are shaking. I feel sick before I talk about this. And uh, it's it's terrifying, frankly, for some of my child parts who are still not all the way free. But I'm not brave, but I have learned to be obedient mm -hmm. to whatever God says. So when he tells me to do something and I'm obedient, even when I don't understand what on earth he's talking about, that's when 
his miracles happen. And so I just want to say that um, it's just so clear in scriptures that um, if God tells his people to do something and they don't, that the sin then rests on the head of whoever he called to speak. And, um, and if he called you to speak to someone and you don't, you don't deliver the message then the sin comes back on you. So, I mean, it's, it's just the way it all is just the way he is. So, um, I'm not brave, but I have the fear of the Lord and I have learned to be totally obedient because I don't know anything. I, I really haven't lived on this earth, this side of it for very long. And everything is so still, so new to me. Um, Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I appreciate that. I think you may find that there are some people that just disagree and they're just going to be like, nope, you're brave, but, but that's okay. That's okay. Well, I, I'm, I am, I don't know how to say this, but, um, it totally is just being, uh, obedient for me. I mean, you know, maybe I am, I am, I'll tell you one thing. I am brave in that. Um, I am not afraid to be killed telling the truth because mm. I mean, if that should happen, I'm just right there with Jesus. I mean, there, there, there can't be a bad outcome here. Um, and I know that if it's my time to go, he'll take me. And if it's not my time to go, he won't let me be killed. So I think I got all of this. I think I've got my foundation laid. That's pretty strong in him. And, um, and now so, I'm on, I'm on the path of fasting for more truth because, wow. because I'm still being accessed. Hmm. I still got taken on that UFO thing. I mean, that's terrifying, but I'm working, I'm working with a perfect person to get free. So when it comes to underground basis, one of the things that has been a recurring theme from other testimonies that I've heard is the cages. There are cages and there are a lot of inhumane things that go on. And, and I'm going to put that over to you. And, 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 and for those of you that are listening to this, I'm going to go ahead and just like say this trigger warning on this question. So that's been stated, but the floor is yours. Okay. So, uh, the cages, uh, I mean, I, I just, tears just burst forward and I just had a, a little part. Her name is Shana. She's 16 and she was Mangala trained and from the beginning as infants, we were trained around people being, um, infants and children in cages and us in cages and watching people get killed and horror just that I have I think I just said last time I have 80 typed pages of my Mangala torture memories and they're just so bad I, I I have a hard time myself going back to read them but it's what my training my foundation was and I had a lot of parts created by Mangala around the cages now the uh, deep underground bases oh god is this where I, I, should I say this now? Oh God. Okay. My 16 year old part Shana made a cry 
to the Lord. Please rescue them. Rescue all the people in the deep underground bases. Not just... Oh, God. Okay. Okay, wait. I have to... <laughs> it's okay. Okay, wait. Take your time. So, okay, there. what all these other people have said about what's in the deep underground bases is true. There's cities, there's levels, there's, it's military, it's, it's, it's tons of stuff. It's more stuff than on the earth now. And they're all over the world. They're all over. So, okay, so what we experienced as a child and as an adult was that in these deep underground bases, there's places where there are genetically engineered hybrid animal people animal birds, animal and people, bird and animal, um, all of it, fish and people, uh, genetically engineered, all these crazy creatures, dinosaurs and huge giant creatures that are look like monsters. And um, this is actually the reason why I agreed to be brave again today, which is the bravest I've ever been, if you want to call it that because they're doing this today. Those creatures have places in all the underground bases. And, okay. and there are people, children, people in cages that are bred to be fed to the, all these creatures, monsters and animals. And my part, Shane, is just beside herself and so am I now with her. And I ask all of you to join with me in being so upset about this that you pray. And we seek Jesus, all of us together worldwide, to save the hidden people underground, whether they are mind control slaves or just bred to be eaten. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, and they have to sit in those cages and wait their turn. I mean, this is like, talk about Nazi Germany kind of evil. Is this the same flavor it's evil it's just sickening evil dark and um you know this is how Mengele he loved it he would just it was like he, I watched him switch so I mean through all of this he would he could be different nice but then he would switch into this evil guy and um anyway I don't know what else to say about that except that it, this is the reason why I'm speaking out again. And I know that even six months ago, I would have told whoever you were interviewing, sitting here in my place, if they were saying what I was saying, I'd say they're crazy. But I'm going to tell you that I am inundated with memories from different parts who have been in these underground bases that have been taken aboard the ships Um and I would say without their permission, but uh, I was programmed from birth to have parts who are in submission to this. So it's a it's a, my job now is to get to know them all and to hear their stories and for Jesus to rescue them, which is he is doing. And when that's done, then I will no longer be accessible. And... Uh, Wow. So, I mean, that's it's absolutely awful. 
what they're doing down there. It's it's, it's beyond awful. It, it's like makes Nazi Germany look like child play. What? It's really what is the objective for them of oh. feeding these creatures humans? Why not feed them dogs or cows or other sources of food, meat? They believe that humans are advanced, the higher vibration. I don't really know the answer. They're just, they're just doing that. And, um, I thought you were going to ask me a question that I would like to answer what I thought you were going to ask me, which was, what is their objective in having all these animals? Can I answer that? Yes. Okay. Okay. We're kind of jumping to the big stuff. We're jumping into the deep end. This is going to be scary. You're doing a great job. Okay. So for everybody else, please buckle up. Um, because what their what their plan and goal is is to unleash, bring these all these huge monster dinosaur. I mean, they're every everything you could imagine, and some of them are half human and half animal and whatever to unleash them on top of the earth to eat the people that are left. So perhaps the reason why they're feeding them people now is so they're being conditioned what to eat. I don't know. It's just sick. It's, it's hard. It's hard to even wrap your mind around this level of an evil plan. I mean, you know, there's mornings where I wake up and I go, Jesus, I really would prefer that you would tell me I'm crazy because this is sickening. This is just, but if we know and we're armed with the information that there are deep underground military bases hidden, that there are hidden people in them and that there is danger in that. We can, we can pray. We can ask Jesus to, which we already have, expose it to uh, bring help for the victims, to rescue missions, rescue, rescue missions to deep underground bases. And, um, I would like my life to be about that. What years I have left uh, to be about that, helping Jesus, whatever he wants me to do. You know, when I was in Bible school, there was a person that I had kind of befriended and um, I thought it was just like a cool guy, you know, and uh, as, as time went on, he he deteriorated um, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally. And it was interesting because the, the Bible school that I was going to, which was, yeah, I mean, for me, it was where I was called and they had a great foundation biblically and all that. Uh, one thing they did not understand, they, they did not understand Nephilim. They did not mm-hmm. understand New World Order. Uh, they, they certainly did not understand deep underground military bases. And he came to me one day and, and and this was in in a season where I I was trying to get away from that. Like I had been pulled into this uh, vortex of 9-11 conspiracy, Jesuit order, uh, New World order, uh, uh, super soldier projects. All of this began to kind of cross my 
interest in desk and I was doing a lot of research online, YouTube. And what year was this? this? No, this is back in 2000. It started in 2006, went through 2007, 2008. And, and, and as I was in Bible school, I said, I really want to get away from all of this. I just want to focus on God and what God is doing. Now, this is the interesting thing, because in my mind, I thought that what God was doing was separate from the world of this conspiracy stuff, because somehow, you know, God doesn't care about that, but he does. And so what I, I tried to get away from it. And I said, I'm not going to read this stuff anymore. I'm not going to research this stuff anymore. Certainly the people at my Bible school will probably be grateful because I'm just like, you know, tracking. Right. And so within a short order of time, this guy, he kind of had dropped out of the Bible school, but he came and we, we had a conversation and he was just like, I need to tell you something, but no one else is going to believe me. And I was like, tell me what, what he's like, the grace, they come in my room at night. They're like three foot tall and they wear dark cloaks and they pull me out of my bed and they take me places. Then there's this guy. I don't know. I'm telling you underground, there are dinosaurs down there. And it was like, so it was like, you say that? yes. And, and I'm like, and, and you have to understand, this is Tulsa, Oklahoma, buckle of the Bible belt. It's And, and I'm like, I want to help you. Now, I didn't know like, if I would have known what I know today back then, maybe I would have actually been able to help him. And I probably would have. But back then, I, all I knew was that I had heard other people say something like that. I was like, what do you mean dinosaurs? It's like, dinosaurs. Now, we're talking, right? And you spent significant amount of time in these worlds. Now, now today, I know that, look, he was probably programmed himself, part of this world, military background, didn't know half of what he knew. He knew. Church, church Couldn't program. connect all the dots, a lot of dissociation. But- you know, I, I know for for me, that was an, a, like a real prod from the Lord. I tried to pray for him. It didn't help very much at the time because I didn't know how to help individuals with this background yet. But God was very clear. This is important to me. It's this world very, is important to me. It's very important to him. He was he is with me every single day. And he was my whole life. And he shared that he would have never left those kids inside of me alone for a minute uh, because of the trauma they were going through. And he was with all of them all the time, all the time, no matter what they went through. And I understand, I'm starting to understand that because of the work with the human spirit that you have helped me to understand what I was already sort of understanding, but not, not able to really put it all together is that it is my calling. This is, I went through all of this on purpose as a plan. And when I realized that I was like, Oh my gosh, this was who would have ever thought that you could do this. Um, but God, God, and he was there all the time because this was a plan. And now I'm coming out of the other side of this with him. And Jesus has a major plan here. He has a major plan going forward. 
And here you are with this mega online ministry and being able to reach so many people. Oh my gosh. In, in your books, I mean, every morning when I read those prayers, especially the ones with all the high tech in there, I know it's all real because I heard it all. Some of it I don't even understand, but the prayers still work. They still work. And, um, you know, I'm working about figuring out the archie and all that, but even then, Holy Spirit is like, use mine. Use my archie. So Jesus is awesome. I, he's he's not, he, th this is like probably his whole end time plan. This is probably a major priority with ev of everything in the whole world is to set his kingdom upright mm -hmm. as Satan culminates this. I mean, he knows what's happened. It's all being done against him. And so, you know, I, I find it kind of really weird that, uh, that people think that it's, that Jesus wouldn't be involved in this. I mean, it's, it's everything about him. It's, it's the new world order. It's in the revelation. It's, it's all in there. It's in the Bible. It's so can you tell me a little bit about this? All right. So they have these creatures, they've engineered them. Uh, there's a point in time where they want to bring them on the surface of the earth. Uh, they want them. I mean, isn't, and these are their plans, right? Not that their plans will ultimately work. Uh, we believe God's making interventions, but there's it's certainly their plan, but you said it interesting. You made an interesting phrasing around it. it. It didn't sound like they were wanting to bring them on the surface of the world to start something, but more to finish it, finish something. Okay. So, so <laughs> can you talk a little bit more about what you're aware of? Uh, I'm not, I'm really not. I just know that they are part of the cleanup the, and they are, they have so many demons in them. Um, and I realized that because all, uh, all of my memories of being in taken down in Antarctica area 51, even CERN, all these places that I had handcuffs and leg irons on. And what I believe was that they had to fill me with so many demons to be around it, to be around these creatures and to be like, be able to interface with them where they don't kill me. Does that make sense? And so uh, I know you didn't ask me this, but I think that um, that's why I've had so many demons. I couldn't imagine why I still was going into such recovery and having so many demons, but I think I had to in order to be working in those areas where it was just demonic everything. And um, I mean, they're loosing more demons every day. Every day, everything is working together for Satan's good to bring more demons in and Christians really need to, we all need to get on our knees and fast and sh ask God to show us what he wants us to do because we all have a job. If we're part of the body of Christ, this is his, this is what we do for our Lord and savior who's here, who gave his life for us. And, um, 
you know, we know he's coming powerfully to, you know, to, to take Satan, but still we have a job to do with him and only he can show us each what those jobs are. And so I ask everybody to please, uh, you know, fast and pray. He's actually asked me to fast on Christmas day and intercede. And usually when it's that kind of fasting that he calls me to, there's absolutely amazing things come from it. Revelation or words from him or whatever, but I can't wait. And um, so, yeah. Um, okay. So when we talk about like flying craft, and the underground bases, how were you kind of involved in both sides of that? So there were times where you were in, in cages. There were times where you were flying people around in these craft with your mind, even from a young age. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the different types of operations and things that would happen, to the things you'd be used for? Um, I know I have yet to have all my memories or I'm just scratching the surface, but, um, I was used, uh, heavily as a, a data head, um, where I could telepath with the powers that be the evil powers that be to get their technology, to get the schematics, to get maps, um, drawings, uh, diagrams, you know, how to make things, how to build things, and was able to translate that, uh, what I channeled into my mind files and then translate it into words to people. And there were sometimes where there were military leaders that were brought into the military parts of these deep underground bases. And I would I just stand before them and my mind files, the data banks would open up to what they needed to hear. And then the, all the information would just come from my mouth, bypass my brain or any of my will or knowledge. I didn't know anything about it. And uh, to be able to give them the directions from the higher up evil people. And um, most of those are, the true higher ups are not of this earth, the top of this thing. So, um, yeah. Can we talk about Henry Kissinger? Oh God, Henry Kissinger, when he died, I was like probably five days, I was not functional. I, I would, it would, that one man, and he lived a hundred, probably drinking blood, human blood. Um, He was, okay, Henry Kissinger was very involved with Sue and I when we were little kids. And until he was very, very involved with Sue until she wrote Thanks for the Memories. And after she wrote Thanks for the Memories, I have to ask God something, okay? Just one second. I'm waiting on an answer. So... Uh, after she wrote, okay, 
after she wrote Thanks for the Memory, um, Henry Kissinger fired her. And he said, I've had it with you. And very terrible things happened to her daughter because of Thanks for the Memories. And he fired her and he hooked her up with some very famous religious person who she began to be taken to the global satanic rituals with this high level religious figure and was there with him uh, bringing in a new world order and all the world leaders would show up and uh, there would be huge satanic rituals and I, I just pray that people in the body of Christ open their eyes and ask God to show them. Oh God, please show me what is real and what is not. Who is good and who isn't. And it, it's actually, I've grown, I would say I've grown through, my, through having my own memories of the evil that I was programmed to do and participated in. I believe that most of these people are themselves victims. I don't think for a moment that all of these high level religious people or people in the, the medical field or people in the military are all just evil. I think they have had this happen to them as children. I think there is a, it's just tons of people that are programmed and don't know it. And so I pray that you get a lot more people to sign up for your classes to help um, as coaches or help with people because we're going to need it. And I believe God is going to bring that opportunity. So um, did that answer the question or did I get off topic? I don't even know. No, no, you did. I, I asked about Henry Kissinger. Oh, Kissinger is, Kissinger still, I don't know why, and I actually had, I, the Holy Spirit, when he died, took me through your book and took me to a very specific high level, like Abaddon, and I can't remember the exact demons, but they were the ones that were connecting me still to Henry Kissinger. And so I had major deliverance and major revelation that that your book helped me, books, I have to use all three of them, helped me to help God to lead me through to what I needed to do to get free of Henry Kissinger. It was, it was huge. And that guy is a kingpin. And, you know, people text or emailed Sue and, you know, because they don't know I'm not her. And said, you know, gosh, Henry, did you know Henry Kissinger died or, you know, just whatever they said. And um, every time someone died, a president or like when, when Reagan died and when Bush died, when they all the presidents died or anybody, that's when Sue, Sue would become dysfunctional. And I got to experience what that felt like. It's just you just. You can't function, but a lot of people, you know, were were saying that to Sue on these emails, aren't you relieved that he's gone? 
he's probably left a, an army. I mean, he's written about the New World Order. He wrote all openly about all this stuff a long time ago. And people just, I don't know, I get people just can't even seem to fathom the fact that the New World Order is real and it's right there in Revelation. And that it's it's going to happen because it has to. That's what Jesus said. Just be okay with it because it means I'm coming. Um, and and we all want that. You know, we're all looking for that. And but I think that we are all giving an opportunity to serve Jesus at some incredible levels if we just pray fast. Seek him like never before. And it's so awesome because you never know what he's going to say or do. I mean, it's so amazing. He tells me stuff like he told me before, before all, when I first moved here, he told me, um, buy a bunch of stuff because in time your money won't be worth anything. So I stocked up everything and now I'm not really experiencing inflation on a you know low income because I already have it. I'm not having to go out and buy all this stuff. So he's uh, he gives you inside information on top, on top of all the inside inside information that has to do with all of this stuff about what's coming in the end. And there, there's one thing I want to say that's off topic. It's going back to the other video we did mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, and some somebody. Uh, said in the comments that she wore her clothes for, you know, as I had explained that I was wearing my sister's clothes now. I am. This is her shirt. Um, And I wanted to explain to that person, and maybe other people don't understand either, that when you are a hidden twin and you're swapped into the public twin on Earth's life, that it's it's always been her job to have a life and to have things and buy things and and um although she's programmed to know we're programmed to swap perfectly it's just the way it is that everything she had became what i used because i was swapped into her life by our handlers controllers so i hope that explains everything sort of um so can we talk now a, a, a little bit more about locations? In other words, what specific areas of the world house underground bases where you were used or kept to your knowledge? Everywhere. Everywhere. Just some states are more. Um, California has... It was shocking and and uh, was it confirming to me at the same time when I saw the list of all the deep underground bases in California because they're everywhere that Sue wrote about and thanks for the memories Edwards Air Force Base and you know Nevada they stopped over in Denver I mean it's all of it and and all the bases and all the places like. Um, uh, 29 Palms, uh, the family actually even had a cabin there where they did, they went on vacation and 
and uh, there were satanic rituals that Sue had memories of being done in all these places. But what I'm realizing is that all the places that Sue, she wrote them all in Thanks for the Memories. They're, they're all over. Catalina Island, um, where she went to Girl Scout camp. And then as a, as a family, an adult, being married, they went to uh, Catalina every summer. And there's underground bases there, too. And L.A. Marzulli has talked about those. And so Tom Horn, all those people. So when I saw that those were the bases she remembered and, and she didn't know they were under there. She didn't have that level of memory, but she knew there were satanic rituals going on earth and that there were a lot of things going on in the back of Catalina Island there and all those places. They're all remote areas that people didn't know of. And um, so California is huge. Um, North Carolina has a lot of deep underground bases and it's, you know, kind of on the East Coast. And there's a woman um, named Mary Joyce who wrote a book called Deep Underground Bases of North Carolina. And I read that. And none of the people that she interviewed uh, had ever witnessed being inside under in they or if they had they were military programmed and said they didn't have the authorization to say what they saw so um anyway uh, i i had emailed her and asked her has anyone told you since then what they witnessed under there and she said no and so here i am and I didn't offer my opinion yet because I haven't gotten I haven't gotten uh, authorization from my commander in chief mm -hmm. Jesus to do so. But um, it seems that there are a lot of us who actually have memories now of being there. And I wish you had that guy's name because from the Bible study, because he could join in with us too, and. It's going to take, I think, a group of us, a lot of us probably, that if we join together, maybe people will believe because we're from all walks of life, all ages. You know, what do we have to gain? We have nothing to gain by going public with this except to expose it. I mean, there's not a personal gain. So what is your interaction experience <clears throat> that is known at this point in your healing journey with Antarctica? Um, again, my memories are all in notebooks. And when you ask me that, I, I would say that um, I was kept in prison cells a lot. I had leg irons and handcuffs and I don't remember a lot right now, but it's in my journals. So I've had memories, but there's so many of them that I can't remember them all. And I actually need, I, I'm praying for help. You know, it's like, help God. but um, the, I, I believe that when this, these current memories and the bigger thing and the bigger awareness involves mm -hmm. 
which it is just now unfolding. I mean, the Holy Spirit's just opening this up bigger than I could have ever imagined and brought, brought he's bringing these parts forward. I'm not, yes. you know, he's, he's the one orchestrating, exposing this to me. And so when I think that when I get the higher height, those high tech programs that I don't even understand what they all mean that you, your prayers cover when those are all torn down, which I think we're getting there. Um, I think then that I'm going to be able to have in my mind, Esther, as Esther, my mind, the presenter to have more of this reality. But right now there has just been, he has just been rescuing part after part, after part, after part, and, you know, getting rid of demons. And, you know, I sit in my Bible chair with my Bible and your books and, Jesus and he's taking me into deliverance and you know I'm in there yawning coughing up demons every day and that seems to be getting actually a little less which is probably really a good sign that I'm getting getting there but um it's uh I, I still lack the ability to hold everybody else's reality in my mind well and that's not I mean, that's, that's completely normal, you know, and, and, um, anybody that's been on a healing journey, uh, it is, it is robust. Even, even for me, like, uh, you know, I have over 10 years of working with survivors, right. Of all kinds of backgrounds. And the amount of information that's been told to me is exhaustive. I mean, it's, uh, it's encyclopedic almost. Um, and, you know, I can't keep all of that information right at hand, ready at front of mind. It's, it's just, it is what it is. But uh, I do want to come back on star seeding and, and let you kind of tell us a little bit more about that and what you're figuring out about that. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, I'm not figuring it out. The Holy Spirit's showing me. and he shows me, um, uh, he shows me through, uh, it's like he can trigger up a vision or a memory fragment and he brings the parts forward and I see, usually I see as they're talking, I'm having their memories I, I don't, and the Holy Spirit's involved with the whole thing. He's orchestrating it. He's uh, setting limits. He takes them when it's time and delivers them and um so uh wait what was the question star seating oh star seating okay so this one was huge this this was very recent like within a week that um he he sometimes wakes me up the holy spirit wake me up in the middle of the night and i have my pen and paper next to the bed and i get my flashlight so I don't wake up the little dog and I write what I'm seeing or what he's showing me or what he's telling me. And I was shown all of these planets and stars and constellations and that we had parts in us who actually had been taken to Mars, Venus, all these different planets and stars and everything. And we had 
taken our essence or we had left parts. Parts were left of us on all of these places to starseed them. And it set up a, a vibration, a um, connection worldwide where, I mean, this is just us. You can imagine there's probably many more slaves like this um, where we had um, our parts had starseeded all of these places. And it was Satan's plan to have Earth, the planets, everything starseeded because he thinks he's going to have power. Well, we all know that he's going to lose him and it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what he does. He's gone through a whole lot of trouble and messed up a lot of people's lives for something that Jesus is just going <laughs> to... Um, so, so anyway, those, all those parts had to be, uh, it was advanced recovery for them. Um, and Jesus, your prayers and Jesus, uh, worked through all of that to rescue them, to bring them back. And, um, the other thing I want to say is, do you want me to say more about that? Yes. You do? <laughs> this is this is discovering truth with Dan Duvall. You know, this <laughs> podcast has been described as uh, uh, uh the bottom of the rabbit hole. And I and I I graciously accept the accusation. <laughs> so, you know, you might as well just say it. This is a truth, um, but um now I can't remember what it's gonna say. You're going to say something else. It wasn't about that. It was something else. Oh, not about star seeding. No, I just pray. I'm praying for all of us survivors to get our memories and get ourselves in gear with the Holy Spirit, all of us worldwide, that we can have these memories and join together in the spirit of truth. Here's the thing. I, um, I have heard other survivors make mention of plans that the enemy has has stated right uh such as we want to populate other worlds with human stuff we want to have lots of hybrid and spirit children that come from the DNA of people on this planet, but we want to seed worlds with them to get power to bloodlines. We want to move people off planet for agendas that we have dealing with the earth. Um, does do, do you see them depositing your DNA and RNA in different planets and constellations and star systems uh, having anything to do with these kinds of agendas? Yes, but I don't have all my memories, but I know that we have had uh, spirit children, Nephilim children. They used us for everything. And um, th this is this is where the higher levels of the Jesuit and the Roman Catholic Church come in um, with the Nephilim children and all of that. They're all part of this. So. They're all, they all, they all must believe this or be programmed to believe it as well. So, um, 
Yes. And that's what I mean. It's, Satan's gone to a lot of trouble to create all kinds of stuff with other people's lives because he doesn't have his own power. Um, that is Jesus is just going to wipe away or rescue or take when he comes back. So it's all, it's all, it was all, all of this was for nothing. I mean, that's, I mean, it, it was for nothing because it's not, there, there's no way for it to, you know, to win. And I learned all of that from reading the word. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's all in there and it doesn't ever change. I mean, it's, it's amazing. God's amazing. And and I, I think he's been very patient. And I think that he's doing that because he has a plan to, to rescue billions souls. And I think that time is opening. And I I'm raising both hands to be part of whatever it is he he wants to do. I want to be part of that too. I mean, how cool is that? So yay. And um, you know, I I I Look back now on therapists and other pastors who said, you don't need to remember all this. You don't need to have any memories. Just just love Jesus and you don't have to know about this. That's a lie. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I believe that. So without having known my memories, I wouldn't know what this whole thing is. I wouldn't have known about the hidden ones. I wouldn't have been able to say, you know, everybody, there are people under the earth that need to be rescued and there's hidden twins and we need help. And um, I think I said in, in the last podcast, I'm not sure that when Sue, Sue was, um, I can't remember, I think she was concerned about being accessed. This was way after, thanks for the memories. And she had this Christian lady come and stay with her. And every morning they got up and prayed together after they read the word. And this lady was prophetic. And she said, the Holy Spirit wants us to pray for the hidden ones. And that was probably 15, 12, 15 years ago. So it's real. I mean, it's real and it's on God's mind. And it's so real that for me now that he had me have all these memories so that I could begin to help the hidden ones and help people understand that they're real, that there really are people connected to survivors who don't know that they have a twin. And, and I believe that it's rampant. I believe it's, and it, it, it will be the cause if people that are survivors don't dig deeper and ask Jesus to show them the truth. It will be the cause for them not actually getting free when they think they are. So that makes mm -hmm. sense. So it's, it's profoundly important and it's not my idea. It's Jesus. This is his priority. And like I said, it, I, he gave me the go ahead to talk about this and to even do this podcast because we need to shine a light, the light of truth, God's light on these for these poor people who are hidden 
I mean, I wish someone would. They did pray. My sister and this woman prayed, and here I am. So God answered their prayer. It just took a while. But I believe he's going to answer everybody's prayers. They just have to ask the right question, and they have to want to know the truth. And so, yeah. Wow. Go, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, so let me ask this next question. And I know that there's going to, in the future, I think you'll be obviously having a lot more memories about the whole dynamics of the world underground. Um, were there people or entities that were notable and memorable to you in your experience underground that you think bears mentioning here? My legs are shaking. My legs are shaking. <clears throat> I don't think I've had these, the memories of the notable people, except uh, been shown bits and pieces of, you know, uh, hybrids, aliens, whatever you want, giants, whatever you want to call them, receiving high tech from them. Um, My legs are shaking, and I, I don't know if you're asking the right person. I'm the presenter. <laughs> so I think my body is telling me the answer is absolutely there are yes. And some of them are humans, and some of them are not humans. And um, I think they're all ready to go. I think that's why I, the Holy Spirit keeps telling me this is urgent. You know, I don't get a day off for five coming on five years. I mean, this is urgent and it's about saving lives. It's it's like more urgent than when people finally realized people were being killed and tortured in Nazi Germany. They you know stalled and waited to go. Um, it's urgent. It's urgent. It's human lives at stake here. And some of them are my relatives. And I want to see the fulfillment of that guy's prophecy when the when they come back, the hidden ones come back. We're going to have a party. I haven't had any reason for a party ever. I don't think I've ever been to a party. <laughs> There's so many normal things I have never done. I've never celebrated Christmas. I've never, I sat in a house watching next door to my sister when she had Christmas and she got new bikes and I watched her from the window in the other house riding her bikes. And, but I never, I was always hidden and never allowed to be involved with anything good or bad. Well, the bad stuff I was always involved in. Um, but I just, um, it's, it is my fervent prayer that people will seek the Lord for the truth on this for themselves and find out if they have a twin or if the coaches start asking, you know, do you have a hidden one? It, they're going to have them. They're going to have them. And the, the thing of it is they don't get free without it. But if you don't know it's a possibility, you wouldn't think to ask. So 
that's wow. my contribution. I um I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You you are the solution that God made. I mean, it it's unbelievable what you've built in a short time. And like I've told you before, I have such hope because you're young and you you figured out with the Lord all those prayers that are going beyond the tech. I mean, oh my, I, I just can't thank you enough for all of that. And I encourage everybody to get all of your books and to start <laughs> learning uh, about your human spirit, which will give you more power and perspective in in your recovery. And, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out my archy so I can do this to help other people and myself. Um, and there's a lot to learn and, and I'm not 16 anymore, but I'm, I'm learning it and I'm excited that there's a solution. And so, you know, I pray for you every day in your ministry. We've got to keep you guys, you, your wife and your little babies all safe and your ministry and your church and all the people in it and everyone connected to you. Um, because God, he's got a major plan coming up. I know well, it. I, can, let me just say this. Let me just say this. One, one of the things that I learned a long time ago, and I figured this out, was every survivor that I've worked with um, has has essentially claimed to a class action lawsuit against the kingdom of darkness. And so it's it's like the way that the devil has abused people and set things up, it, it, every time someone is brave enough to stand up and say, I'm going to choose Jesus and get my deliverance. That That is a massive liability for the kingdom of darkness. I mean, they're, they're going to have to cough up. They're going to have to pay big in the spirit world for what they did. And, you know, the reality is every, every survivor can call for a class action lawsuit on behalf of not only what they were abused with, but everything that was entangled with their abuse. Oh my gosh. But if that is true for every survivor, and there are so many all over the world, and they all begin to at once call for their class action lawsuit of justice and judgment. Well, God is going to move in justice and judgment, I think. I think that part of Daniel chapter 7 is, you know, the Bible says the, 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 the court was set, the books were opened, and you see the little horn being judged. And it's just like, you know, I think, I think, survivors all around the world have a massive role to play in bringing a justice and 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 uh, to, to the earth and a judgment from the kingdom of God on the powers of darkness it, now in this generation that is just unprecedented unparalleled absolutely uh off the charts i think god is building a core strength for, for that to be achieved um, he has to raise the level of awareness and understanding in the body of Christ, which is where people who have put their hand up and say, you know what, I'm going to talk about it, come in. Like there have to be people that raise the awareness of the rest of the body of Christ by, by simply speaking to the truth of what they have seen and witnessed, which is why anybody that comes to someone like yourself and says, oh, you don't need your memories. Well, 
in whose best interest is it that you don't have your memories? Because I tell people all the time, I say, there's not anything that you're going to learn or remember about yourself that God doesn't already know and love you in spite of anyway. So in whose best interest is it that these memories are not recovered, nor is there any kind of claim for justice made on behalf of those memories? The answer is the the devil. devil. The devil, the devil. He wants his easy day. He, he wants his get out of jail free ticket. And he wants you, the person that has been most abused and hurt by him, to give it to him because he's a narcissist. I say the devil deserves everything he gets. And he deserves to get pummeled. And yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> and I want to pummel him with you. I want to pummel the <laughs> devil with you. I just, let me preach for a minute. <laughs> so, so anyway, well. Look, um, Esther, it is a pleasure having you on. Thank you for everything that you have shared today. And as you know more and as you recover more, we'll look forward to more revelations from you, more downloads, more insights. Um, and I, I, I just very much appreciate you and appreciate you taking the time to talk to our audience. Thank you. And I appreciate you giving me the chance. And I want to say, can I say one more thing? Sure. Okay, Um, what came to mind is to ask everyone also to pray your prayer for leaders, Mm -hmm. prayers for our perpetrators that are leaders. And I believe that it's like, you know, it's like everything Jesus does is sort of opposite of what we, we learn on earth, right? So praying for our perps and all these that abused us is i mean i think it's gonna if they're programmed they might get entangled some to get free i don't know but i just know that i've been doing that Mm. and um so i would encourage everybody to pray that prayer for our leaders and uh world leaders and the evil ones that are evil worldly all the the hot head guys that are they they're the humans that are doing the evil jobs that are they cannot be of their own mind but anyway um, i thank you i thank your ministry everything you guys are all doing and i ask um i just ask that everybody pray for the hidden ones please well friends that's the word Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at dandevall.com where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.